Hello there, welcome back to another episode of On The Table Podcast. Uh, I know I'm technically a little late with this subject, um, but I wanted to wait until, which I waited a little too long, because honestly, I forgot about it. Uh, not because I don't care about it, but because uh, you know, I don't care about these these topics and these things. Um, but I honestly, I don't follow the news anymore because it's just... It's pretty much the same thing day in, day out. So it's it's kind of a joke. I'll, I'll kind of check in with the news now and then. Um, now, do I believe everything the news says and the way they say it? No. Now I believe if something happened, it happened. But I'm not going to believe it happened because, you know, the reason they said it happened. But anyway, a while back, um, I can't even tell you exactly how far ago back it was. Um, but a... I want to say a month or two ago. I don't know. This whole, you know, COVID pandemic crisis has just, time has, I don't know, it flies and then it slows down and then it flies and it slows down. It's just, it, it, it's really confusing. It's really messing with my head. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I honestly don't even, I barely know the day. What month are we on? I actually don't know. I think we're, August, July, something like that. Why September? I have no idea. Uh, like truthfully, I have. I'm not kidding. I have no idea. I think we're maybe July. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, it is almost midnight, so I am you know tired. Uh, but um, anyway, the whole point of me you know saying this, uh, or you know saying this, but posting this podcast. But first off, I want to apologize for the absence. Of podcasts as of late, uh, I have been uh, busy trying to uh, take some money to surveys and such, uh, and I honestly have forgotten to go ahead and look up, you know, different news articles and stuff to uh, do, you know, stuff about. But I will have I have a few in mind uh, that I just have to you know, do some more research on, um, you know, that'll you know, get us through this week and maybe catch us up I don't know but anyway so today's topic is the Rayshard Brooks shooting that happened well I think a few months back a month back two months back three months back could have been 30 years at that at this point I wouldn't be surprised if it if, if it's been like a thousand years and <laughs> no one even knows anymore because, I mean, it's just, yeah, it just, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's ridiculous. But anyway, um, so I f- watched a body cam footage of, um, you know, one of the officers, the initial responding officer that was po- posted on YouTube. Um, so I watched the entire thing up to the end, um, and... Um, I you know went ahead and just you know watched a few minute news articles until I heard the same thing again and again, and you know when now I now individually I never trust one news source, um especially the bigger ones as they kind of give you I mean I know I'm technically about to do the same, but they give you the news and their thoughts feelings opinions on it. 
which is kind of what they're supposed to do, kind of. Uh, but they don't really do it as in, like, here are the facts, here's what I think. Uh, it's just, they, they kind of mix it a little more where it's harder to tell, you know, what's actually the truth. They, they, they do a really good job at that, you know, which is something I feel like they shouldn't do. Now, there are some news places. Yeah, but anyway, um, I say this, but so I, I, because they do that, especially the bigger ones, um, bigger news stations, I never really trust everything they say. Now, if they say that something has happened, okay, I believe that it happened. Now, if they say, here's why this happened, I'm not going to believe that until I hear it from multiple new, different news stations multiple different sources, which is, again, why I bring up, you know, the fact that one thing that I have heard, and multiple different, which is why I truly believe it, um, but, anyway, so, uh, the way I'm gonna do it is, like I said, I'm gonna give you the facts of the Rayshard Brooks shooting, and then I, and this, you know, I, like, I literally watched this lesson and it wasn't two hours ago because it's a it's a good forty three ish minute video. It, it, it it's it's around forty minutes, so it's it's a, it, it's a good bit of time there. Um, so I'm gonna give you the facts based off watching that and you know hearing the you know the same thing from a few different news clippings of different news channels and news stations, whatever you want to call it. And then I'm gonna give you my thoughts, opinions, feelings, all that. On it, um, so you know. Uh, again, I know I'm fairly late on this, so in just a minute we're gonna go ahead and get into that. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right, and welcome back. So, okay, so here are the facts of the Rachel Brooks case again. Uh, the way I'm going to do it is fact, I'm going to give you the facts, and then I'm going to, I'm going to try and give you the facts in order, uh, so bear with me, I, for whatever reason, my brain likes to give facts in random order, it's like if, uh, for instance, if someone sends me a text with multiple questions, I will either answer them backwards, or in random order, how my friend has, how my best even friend has put up with me for, you know, this many years, I have no idea. But yeah, he's an amazing person. So big shout out to uh, to him. Um, but anyway, so please do bear with me. So I'm gonna give you the facts in as straight order as I possibly can, and then you know my thoughts, feelings, and you know, all that. So again, when watching the video, which again is the whole video, there's no skips, there's no nothing. Um, you know, when watching the video, you know, obviously, officer rolls up. Uh, he was responding to a call of a person passed out in uh, in their vehicle in the drive-thru of Wendy's. Now, so the officer gets out, goes to the driver's store, opens the door. I know he, I'm sorry, he knocks on the window. Uh, you know, then he opens the door and you know, you know, wakes the guy up and tells him, "Hey, you know, you're sitting and like, hey, you okay?" Uh, you know, you know, and then he says, hey, dude, can you, you know, move your car out of the, the drive-thru? The guy says, okay. And then he closes the door, starts, you know, goes back to his car. Uh, and then he 
he turns around and, you know, watches and waits for the guy to move. The guy doesn't move his car. Uh, so the officer goes, you know, back over, opens the door again. The guy has fallen back to sleep. And, um, so he, you know, convinces the guy to move his car into a parking space. Now the guy says, okay, the officer, you know, closes the door, backs up, and, you know, the guy then actually moves his car into the parking space, um, to the right, which is, like, right there. So, very convenient, I gotta say, that's awesome. Uh, anyway, and then, um, thank goodness this officer was paying attention because, uh, the car behind him didn't even wait to see if the officer was gonna, you know, gonna cross, which again, the officer crossed a few times, right? Now, it was obviously when the officer was you know, dealing with something, he still got to get back to his cruiser at the very least. So the guy just, as soon as the car is out of the way, um, the guy was passed out, and um, the car behind him just speeds up. Um, I don't know why you speed up because you're not going that far. <laughs> you want a few yards, like seriously. Um, so it speeds up, um, and yeah, I guess goes to do the same. <coughs> sorry about that excuse me there um and so anyways the officer goes um you know back to uh you know goes to the guy's car yada 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 uh so short he um you know tries to get the guy's information yeah has a little bit of conversation is you know you know completely polite professional and again these are facts it's not opinion these are these are facts okay it's not, a, oh, I think he was being polite and professional. No, he is, he was being polite, professional. I mean, like, honestly, like, when I say that, I mean, this officer, like, the, this video right here is, um, and I'm going to say this before I move on. This video right here, if there was a, now, of course, you know, I, I don't watch all, all these body cams all the time. I'm not an officer, so I don't know. You know, I am, I'm not, again, I'm not watching all these body cams, but the, if there was a video on, like, if there's a video series of, hey, here's ways you should handle a possibly impaired person or a call of someone passed out, or, or just a call in general, um, you know, here's how you should, you know, Speak here, so you should. Um, I don't know what the words I'm looking for. Um, show your like, he, he, here's how you should be on a call. Here's how you should be on a, on a scene. This video would have to go in that clip. As these officers are interacting with this this individual, that they're completely professional the entire time. I just gotta say that that is again a fact. Um, so, and, and I'm mentioning that, uh, because I'm going to bring that up later on. Um, but in my, you know, opinions, thoughts, feelings, all that. But anyway, so, mm. fact is, I don't know if you serve my cute, adorable, uh, you know, co-host, the Waffle. Adorable, adorable puppy. Um, anyway, um, so, you know, the guy's got so many of his license. Um, so the officer goes to his cruiser and requests a DUI unit. Now, for those who don't know, not every unit, uh, not every officer can go ahead and, um, you know, do breathalyzer tests and do the DUI you know, tests, uh, or, 
the the you know I forget the call, but again it's like eleven fifty one. Now the time I'm recording this, so we're kind of tired right now. But anyway, at night eleven fifty one at night, so we're not in the morning. Uh, I'm probably tired then too. I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, so he's got a call for a unit, and you know, long story short, the officer gets the uh, you know, gets the guy's name, uh, which first he writes it down, and then, um, the guy's struggling to find it, and then, you know, the guy gets out of the car and hands, you know, walks over to the officer, hands him his ID, and then, you know, of course, then the officer is, again, while being very professional, you know, telling him to get back in the car, get back in the car, you know, just, just please get back in the car, please get back in the car, I hate having to tell you, uh, so many times get back in the car, he's not saying it like, I hate having to tell you, he's like, uh, come on, man, I hate having to tell you this, you know, it's like, come on, just, I hate having to remind you to get back in the car, he's being really nice about it, I mean, like, beyond nice professional, man, this guy isn't refusing, he's just, you can tell he's impaired a little bit, I mean, you can, you, you, you can, you can just, just tell, um, and again, facts, not Spain. um, but, uh, anyway, so he's, you know, slowly getting back to his car, anyway, long story, well, you know, very long story short, because again, this is a 40-minute video, I'm not going to make this a you know, good 20, 30, well, maybe 20 minutes, I don't know, but I'm not, I'm trying to make this a 30, 40-minute podcast here, um, but, you know, long story short, the DUI unit comes, and the DUI unit, I, uh, you know, does its job, and, you know, very thoroughly, and, you know, excuse me, I basically indicate, you know, through a long conversation, and, you know, getting this guy to basically contradict himself on pretty much everything he says. Um, you know, after you know, doing a 20, 30, 20, 30 minute conversation, you know, they come to the realization and then they get proof that he is drunk or at least impaired by something. Um, he's got alcohol in the system, which I believe that's what it was. Um, um, again, that wasn't fat, that was belief, I know. Um, but that was through the fact that he got a breathalyzer test, and I can, we can actually see what the breathalyzer test was, but, well, guessing it was open. Um, so, they go to arrest him, and he, uh, Mr. Brooks, who was compliant, and to the best of his ability, and again, during this entire, as the conversation goes on, you can just tell Okay, this guy is impaired. This guy is, he's impaired by something. He's drunk, uh, most likely drunk. Um, so, it's often mentioned of having a few drinks, uh, which everybody knows. In fact, someone says they have a few drinks, and, you know, they're kind of showing, you know, signs of impairment. It usually means they've had a lot more than a few. Or if there were a few, there were some heavy drinks. Uh, so anyway, like this guy was contradicting himself in sentences, so you could tell that he was uh, impaired. Uh, so anyway, so he was being compliant the best he can, the best he could, again, considering the fact that he was impaired. Uh, so he, you know, was compliant up to the point of where they tried to put cuffs on him. They tried to put cuffs on him and arrest him. He fought both officers, overpowered both officers, grabbed an officer's taser, ran away, and pointed at, you know, in, in the direction, which is when the officer is shot. Um, now, the body cam got knocked off, uh, 
but you can see when the officer, uh, you can you can clearly hear uh, when Mr. Brooks starts fighting, you can clearly hear the officer saying, stop or you will get tased, stop or you will get tased. And then seconds later, because again, it happens pretty fast, and you can say, you know, get, get your hands off the taser, get your hands off the taser, hands off the taser, uh, you know, say that again and again and again. And then you can even see one of the officers, uh, you know, again, the, the camera's on the ground pointing up. Uh, so you can see, um, obviously it was at, at, at an angle because it's got the mount, um, but you can see the, you know, one of the officers grab his taser and try and deploy it. Um, now I'm not sure if it actually hit or not, but I do know, uh, that the guy, Mr. Brooks, grabbed the officer's taser, ran away from the cops, and I saw him running away from the cops with the taser on a cell phone video, and then, you know, due to, you know, again, several different sources, I wouldn't name them all, but it's, Oh, that's too many. Um, I don't even think of one right now, gosh. Uh, but several different sources said that they pointed the, including the officer's, you know, statements, so that the, that Mr. Brooks pointed the taser in their direction and dashed on the open fire. Um, so, and then what astonishes me is the fact that people that were watching this and, you know, the fact that yeah, after the fact, when people you know, knew that he pointed the taser at him, whatever, or in their direction, and the people were like, "Oh, that was uncalled," because on the body came in here, "Oh, that was uncalled for. That was uncalled for." Now, I'm gonna say this now, and I'm gonna say it again later on. People should not be making assumptions of what is called for and what isn't in situations like that. Uh, like immediately uh, until all the facts come out especially in shootings um, because like especially an officer involved shootings now I'm not saying that you know all officer involved you know shootings killings whatever are good because um, unfortunately like uh, you know, Mr. Floyd murder that was definitely uncalled for um, that, you know, you can obviously, that, that, that was, you could tell, okay, someone got on someone's neck saying he can't breathe, that's a completely different story, so before anyone even tries to bring that up, don't, it's not the same, it's not even close to the same thing, so don't even try, if you want, I can make an entire different podcast on how these two are, incidents are completely different, um, so, anyway, and the reason people should not just immediately make assumptions on, you know, oh, you know, well, on, oh, that, that, that wasn't called for, that wasn't necessary to shoot that person, is because the officers, Mr. Brooks, when he turned around and pointed that taser in the direction of the officers, he was an, he was a threat to them and potentially any other civilians. Even if he had pointed the taser at a civilian, he's a threat. And here's why. Yes, he was compliant up to you know, up till he put, put cuffs on him. But what he does up until then does not matter unless he's you know, well. Yeah, no, he, uh, up until then, 
you know, up until you know, the attempted arrest does not matter. It's what he does when he they try to arrest him. So facts. Here are the facts. Again, here are the facts. Fact. Mr. Brooks, when you know the officers attempted to cuff him, Mr. Brooks fought two officers. Fact. Mr. Brooks overpowered two officers. Now keep in mind, officers are not, you know, like they're they're not. How do I put this? They're in shape. They get physical training. You have to, and you, it, it, it is a fact that you have to go through physical training. You have to be physically fit, and you get, you know, uh, I, I don't know exactly what kind of training you get, but I, I know you get at least some kind of, um, some kind of self-defense training, some kind of takedown training when you go through the academy. And I know this because. I have a family member that is in law enforcement. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so, again, the fact that he overpowered two officers, that's a fact. Another fact. He grabbed an officer's taser. Now, again, thankfully it wasn't, you know, thankfully it wasn't a firearm. Because it definitely could have been really bad there. Um, and actually, if it was a firearm, I guarantee you... The other officer, you know, would have immediately shot him as he was running away, which again would have been totally called for. Um, but the guy grabbed the taser, uh, and 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 fact, it does not matter what. And, and now, before you're saying, oh, he was impaired, didn't know what he was doing, that doesn't matter. Whether he was completely sober, or completely screwed up, hammered, or anywhere in between, doesn't matter. Because wherever he was at, the actions that he was taking were were his, basically. Uh, it's hard to explain, but they were the actions that were being done. You know, no matter what state of mind he was in, they were the actions that were being done. And they were very real actions. So again, he took the taser. Now he ran away, and honestly, he should have just ran away and should have stopped the taser and you know, whatever, but he didn't. So enough fact, he pointed at the officer. Now, here's a best worst case scenario. Cause, and then I'm going to give you some worst case scenarios. And then, the, you know, which this tells you why this was a good shoot, why the officers, I don't remember if anything happened. I hope nothing happened to the officers. Um, but this game was a good shoot, and here's why. Now, best worst case scenario is... You know, he, uh, Mr. Brooks, tases the officer, grabs the officer, is able to grab the officer's gun, and, you know, critically or, you know, fatally injure somebody with, with that firearm. Now, keep in mind, officer's firearms, like all officer's pistols, are, are kept loaded in their holster. Because um, they need to have them loaded, you know, for, you know, if something goes down. Because officers are not only protecting 
their life, with their lives, but they're also the responsibility is also to protect citizens' lives. That that's it. Their response basically their sole responsibility is protecting everyone they possibly can, including themselves. At the end of the day, officers want everybody to go home they possibly can. Even the bad guy, well, you know, of course, they don't get the bad guy off the street. Um, but, yeah, anyway. So, you know, so, again, Mr. Brooks, best worst case scenario, Mr. Brooks tases an officer, grabs a gun, fatally or critically wounds somebody with the firearm, basically means shoots him. Worst case scenario, like worst, worst case scenario, is... You know, and this is if these this is if these officers don't shoot. If this is you know if people you know if if these officers do did what these people didn't want to happen, or what they didn't want the officers to do. Sorry, because they thought the officers shouldn't did you know shouldn't shoot and you know, shouldn't have tased them you know whatever should have given them a chance. This is what could have happened if they didn't. Um. So again, that's the best worst case scenario if they. Didn't shoot him. They didn't tase him. They, you know, did did what these people think that the officers should have done, who again are not police officers clearly. Um, but eh, that's the best worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. One of the worst case scenarios, and there are a few, is Mr. Brooks tases the officer, grabs the officer's again loaded firearm, loaded pistol. Shoots and kills that officer. Shoots and kills the other officer. Starts shooting at other civilians in the area, and whether you know he he, he kills him or he, um, you know, I mean, he's a little impaired, but he seemed decently impaired. I feel like he could, the way that he was impaired, it didn't really like he was walking all right. I mean, you couldn't really tell from him walking that he was impaired. I mean, now when he did, you know the. One of the tests, the field sobriety test, that's what it is. Uh, you know, the step one, mm, kind of wobbly, but he just kind of miscounted and all that. But anyway, I was, I, I, I have a feeling his firearm aim would be pretty decent. Would have been pretty decent. Um, not fantastic like an officer, but you know, pretty decent. So he probably would have done, you know, got, you know, again, worst case scenario if he had gotten that killed both officers, and he, he would be able to do some damage. Right, so the people that want, and again, that's the cops, the officers didn't shoot him, didn't tase him, you know, did did what these people, these civilians think that the officers should have done. The officers did their job in assessing a threat and putting that threat down, neutralizing that threat. I don't want to say putting them down. Um, because no one deserves to die. I mean, but Walter try, attempted to deploy the taser, and I'm guessing it missed. I don't know. Um, so they didn't really have the time. Because, again, this is a split-second decision. The, this is what these officers are trained for, is making split-second assessments and decisions that could save lives or risk lives. And they're going to go for the... You know, more often than not, they're going to try and go for the, you know, save lives. 
because they got to think, okay, if this person ter- turns around, what are the poss- like what are the chances that you know he's going to be able to hit, you know, the civilian walking across the street or the civilian, you know, employee taking out the trash um you know or or, or taking a smoke break or whatever. You know, or you can hit my fellow officer with, with even with just a taser. You know, the, the, and, and then you know what damage could he do? They've got to make those split second assessments, threat assessments, and then they've got to react. Well, you know, well they want they're going to act before they have to react. So, again, my my opinions, my thoughts, my feelings. It it was a good shoot. They potentially saved. A lot of lies. So, for those people that are immediately jumping to the conclusion of, um, you know, oh, it was a bad shoot. Oh, yeah, that's right. I almost forgot. <laughs> when when this you know news story first dropped, I remember hearing so many people making the assumption that, oh, these officers shot Mr. Brooks because he was black. Oh, man, another white cop. White cops shooting a black person. A black person doing you know, doing absolutely nothing. And when in fact, if you watch, which I highly recommend, if you truly believe that they, these officers shot Mr. Brooks because he was black, because he was a different color than them, I dare you, I dare, I challenge you to watch not really dare, it's more like, I challenge you, I challenge you to watch that entire video with the audio and all that. And after that, after you watch the entire video, find one instance where they did anything, you know, where they treated him bad at all. Or they treated him like he, he was less than them. Like they did, like they made any racist remark or thought, uh, and now, but now there's one point in there where the officer said, "I really don't deal with this right now, or this guy right now," and and I guarantee you, I'll bet you everything I got that that was not because this you know, Mr. Brooks was black; it was because he was drunk. Nobody wants to deal with the drunk. Not even officers want to deal with the drunk. <laughs> you can't mean nobody wants to deal with the drunk. Like yes, it's their job, but I mean, come on, nobody, nobody wants to deal with the drunk. You cannot get paid enough to 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 deal with the drunk drunk person. So yeah, that is so for these people that are saying, you know, oh, Mister Brooks got shot because of his, the color of his skin. It was a racist shooting. That cop was a racist. You know, yada, yada, yada. No. Mr. Brooks got shot because he was an immediate threat to the officers and any civilians in the area. Now, tasers can't pierce windshields last time I checked with glass, whatever. But still, if they're a civilian in the area. You know, I mean, someone could have been out of the car. We don't know, you know, you know, windows are down and all that. And... And, and bullets can pierce pierce glass. So, again, he wasn't immediate threat. So if he had been able to take down an officer with the taser, grab the pistol, he could have shot somebody in the car. Just shot shot somebody, you know, driving by, walking by, whatever. Could have shot an officer. 
So, again, Mr. Brooks did not get shot because he was a black man and they were white cops. Those cops were racist. Instead, he got shot because he was an immediate threat. Or a damn near immediate threat, not an immediate, immediate threat. Because, you know, Taser, um, you know, it'll take him a few seconds to get that gun. But still a few seconds. I mean, a lot can happen in a few seconds. But he was a, he was a threat to everybody in the immediate area. Those are the facts. Those are my thoughts, feelings, and opinions on it. Uh, go ahead and let me know what your thoughts, feelings, and opinions are on it. Uh, on Twitter, uh, you, know, you know, on their at on the tail podcast. So there you have it. This is this episode of On the Tail Podcast, where everything is on the table and nothing is off limits. Thank you all so much for listening in. Stay tuned. Don't forget to go ahead and follow, like, subscribe, whatever it is on your platform um, that you want to listen to us on. And don't forget to share us with your friends and your family, and stay tuned for more episodes. Um, as I should have a few more this week. So we should be getting back to a regular schedule, um, hopefully soon. So there you have it. Stay tuned. Stay awesome. As always, we will catch you later. Thank you all so much for listening in.